Hello and welcome back to the Pokes Podcast, the official podcast for OSU's College of Arts and Sciences. I'm Bella Vu and I'm here with Allie Putman. And today we have a special guest of one of the four honorary graduate commencement marshals for fall 2022, Bailey Augustino. For those of you who don't know what the honorary graduate commencement marshal is, it's the highest honor given to four doctoral and master's degree graduates who demonstrate scholarly achievement that embodies the essence of our school's land-grant mission. Bailey Augustino, who is studying integrative biology, is the only CAS student to be selected for this outstanding award. Her time is dedicated to research on how environmental conditions can affect the structure and dynamics of communication between and among American toads. She joins us today to talk about her research and her advice for future students who are interested in this field of study. Bailey, we're so happy to have you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we kind of gave you a little bit of an introduction, but how about we just want to hear from you. Like, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are and... Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I um, I did my undergrad at the University of Tennessee, so I'm not from Oklahoma at all. I moved here in 20, 2020, right after COVID started. But I did my undergrad research with amphibian disease. I worked a lot with salamanders and frogs. And I spent some time working with salamanders in Florida and in Georgia and doing some teaching here and there and then decided I wanted to go to grad school. So it's kind of like what brought me here. I found some advisors that I was interested in for research and kind of just applied and, and here I am, yeah. <laughs> what made you decide to come to OSU for your master's? Because you said you're from Tennessee. Right. And you've obviously done a lot of traveling as well. I think for such a specific field like zoology, it kind of comes down more to the advisor and not the program or the school. And so I reached out to advisors here in this department, in the integrative bio department, because they did research I was interested in. And we talked about it and then I was convinced and then I moved here. What kept you motivated through this rigorous degree? Master's, grad school is really hard. It's, <laughs> um, I had a really good group of friends that are also in the program with me. And I think that going through something like that with somebody, it's almost like, like a, it is a bonding experience because you're both going through so much hardship at every corner. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time with my friends and like probably made the best friends of my life while I was here. And then my advisor is just wonderful and so encouraging and like he makes things seem so doable. You know, every time I was feeling put down, I would go see him and he was like, you can do it and like you have to do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good thing that at least like they're able to help you stay motivated. And I mean, obviously, you know, like you being really interested in the, your studies, it probably helped you kind of get along in your degree and, and achieve so much success. Right, right. And it also, I mean, like it is a really cool field to be in like you can't you can't go out in the field and, and like work with frogs and be like oh, this sucks because yeah. so <laughs> yeah. um good and so that is really helpful too that's good have you always been interested in like what made you get to amphibian studies like specifically right like where i am now yeah um i feel like everyone in the wildlife department starts out doing pre-vet yeah because they're like this is the only thing you can do with animals is like go to vet school. And then for me, it was like my junior year of college. And I just took this conservation class and my teacher was like, oh yeah, my, my first year out of college, my first job was working with bears in the national forest. And oh, I didn't bears. even know you could do that. Huh. Yeah. And so I talked to him about how to work with wildlife outside of vet school. And 
he just told me that it's pretty easy. It is competitive, but it's a career option. And I immediately switched my major to wildlife and then just kind of fell into amphibian research because like someone in my department offered a volunteer position working with salamanders and I just stuck with it ever since then. I know we talked about about going into the field and Mm -hmm. catching frogs. Is that a main thing that you do? Yes. So for my project specifically, it was all in Stillwater, which was really nice. Nice. But I went out every night for like six weeks in Stillwater and I had to look for the toads that I was measuring. And so first I had to find them, which was kind of difficult. And then I had to actually record them with a microphone, kind of like we're doing now. I always like called it. <laughs> it's funny because like I called it a pod, like a frog podcast. And now I'm here and I'm like, I'm doing a frog podcast right now. Yeah, no, um, literally it's so full circle. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would record them and then just kind of like take measurements on them, put them back. But I did that every night and it is really so fun and so peaceful like out at the ponds just like sitting there with your little microphone just listening to everything so that I did that for six weeks last year and this year and then I always just try and help out with other projects where I can so that was like that video of you saw me climbing a tree that was with a tree frog project I was helping with do your professors like tell you good areas to find these frogs or yeah I guess <laughs> okay it's like it's a little bit of both for sure it's like they try to know where things are but I did spend a lot of time like with a professor like driving around Stillwater just like thinking like oh this would maybe be a good spot and then like later that night you'd have to go out and see if you can hear them I mean they'll breed in like puddles like literally on the side of the road so it's really okay. unpredictable you can't just like know where they're going to be every time that makes sense. Well, I yeah. mean, that's probably, like, more of the fun of it. Like, you're like, oh, what are we going to find yes, today? right. Yeah, because you can identify, like, a really awesome pond, and you're like, oh, frogs will definitely be here. Yeah. And then you'll go there, and then they won't be there, but you'll hear them literally in the soccer field that flooded the night before, and you're like, okay, this is where they're choosing to be. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's okay. Um, um, would you believe, like, what is the most fun part of what you do? Definitely the field work. It is really... On your own terms, I don't know how best to say this, you are in charge of your own project, and so you get to decide when you go out, how long you stay out. If you want to, like, if you don't end up finding the, you know, what you need that night, you can go out and, like, look for other stuff, which is really fun. Definitely the field work, and, like, it helped that my friends would go with me, too. Yeah. We would just have, like, mm-hmm. a very silly time. Um, oh. Is there, like a, like, a really memorable moment? Like, especially since you get to go with your friends, I'm sure you have, like, a lot of great stories. Yeah, we, it is very silly every time. Yeah. Um, but I think, so I work a lot with local landowners, which is really cool. And one of the spots that I was looking for frogs was, um, it's the uh, horse therapy center here. It's called Turning Point. They're super nice. I went during the day and they showed me where the horses were. And they're like, you can go and sample where they are. Just like be aware that there are horses there. And so one night I ended up finding a bunch of frogs in this pond where the ponies are. And so I was like spending all night long doing my project. And my friend who was there was spending all night long warding off the ponies from like everything we were doing because they were so interested in what we were doing. But then I had a bucket of frogs, and one of the ponies picked up the bucket and ran away with it, so I had to, like, chase them around. It was pretty funny. It was very cute. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I was like, why? This is such a weird situation that I would never have thought that I would have been in. Yeah, especially, like, in starting your research. Yeah. I I don't think I know anyone who's had to deal with that. Had to chase a pony with their bucket of frogs. Yeah, well, are the frogs okay? Yes, yeah. (laughs) They're safe in the bucket. They're good. Good, good, good. 
well, I mean, you know, it's good at least that you like get all these memorable moments, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, it helps like make the research more enjoyable because you have like a lot of fun stories to tell. Yes. And it definitely makes you want to pursue a career in this field for sure when you yeah. get to have experiences like that. What are you wanting to do like in your future endeavors from here on? Like what's kind of your plan? Right now I'm looking for jobs. I like the idea of uh, program coordinating. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a really cool position here at OSU in the integrative biology department for someone to be a program coordinator. And they are kind of like helping undergrads, like freshly graduated undergrads, find research projects. And that seems like kind of an ideal opportunity, specifically in zoology, I think, but also in other areas. So I would love to do something like that. Or I can always, like, teach at a community college, so I love teaching, too. Yeah. But I would love to stick with wildlife research, for sure. Yeah. I think that's definitely doable. Yeah. I mean, especially mm -hmm. because, like, obviously, like, here, and, I mean, I'm not too sure about, like, your prior work. I mean, but, I mean, like, from everything you've told me, it, you've been very successful in your endeavors. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, receiving the honorary graduate commencement marshal for everyone who doesn't know it's it's a really big deal and you're actually um, you're the only college of arts and sciences student who was even picked and you're one out of the four picked as well mm -hmm. so this is a, a huge honor for you and um I, yeah like how does it feel to be like nominated for such a prestigious award and i don't know i i wasn't even like planning on going to graduation that's where i started this semester. really <laughs> i was like not gonna go i was kind of just like gonna finish and then get out and and I was nominated, my advisor nominated me, and I had not even really known what it was. And I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is huge. There's no way I'm going to get it. And then I got it and I was like, what? That's so weird. It's I mean, not it, weird. It really is like, it's so, it's such an honor. It's so cool. And it just makes me feel so grateful that I have such a wonderful advisor. And I think, you know, talking about like excelling in your field, it really is like OSU and my department as a whole of have been, they just really encourage you to finish and, and do as the best you can. And they are there for you the whole way. So that has been really great too. Going back to your future plans of wanting to do like teaching, what would you say this research means to you? Like, why is it important to you? So my first answer is knowledge, just for the sake of knowledge is so cool. Like just knowing stuff is great. And it makes us humans like being curious about things and being able to like figure it out and then tell people about it. That's just what science is. And I think that's really important in itself. But I think specifically for frogs, I mean, f frogs are so cute and frogs are so, <laughs> frogs are so in right now. Like people love frogs right now, which is very funny. And so I think like that is also cool to think about. Like oh, I work with frogs and like professionally, I am like a frog scientist, but we are also like to get a little bit more serious, in the middle of another mass extinction, you know, and amphibians are at the forefront of that. So they're dying faster than any other tax of species. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool just to kind of pick away at all of this information about them and just like having that in our back pocket for when we do need to, you know, save species and just like kind of knowing more about them. No, I think so too. And, you know, I mean, with your work, you can really be like at the forefront of that. and. Mm -hmm be like really a voice to to all amphibians out there yeah. that sounds kind of silly saying it like that but you know what i mean like you can really advocate to help being a change yeah and it's if uh, that's what you want to do which it sounds like you do obviously I, yeah it does <laughs> yeah i've always been interested in like conservation and at first i was doing like amphibian disease work and then i kind of just like fell into this behavior 
like focus. Um, and it's so like, I think, you know, when I was a kid, animal behavior is always like super interesting to me. And so it feels really cool to now be like, oh, I'm a behavioral ecologist. Like that is really neat. Like I had yeah. no idea I was going to end up here. Manifested that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I mean, like it's a really full circle moment, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it, it, you're in the right spot and your achievements really kind of commence that. So do you have any advice for like undergraduates or underclassmen who are interested in this type of research? I would just say find a professor or an advisor that you are interested in because more often than not, there are opportunities, either volunteer opportunities or even paid opportunities for undergrads to help. I mean, it's just, it's really cool to be able to kind of like jump around in all these different areas because we really do need so much help with just like field work in general or if you're interested in lab work as well, like that is also an option. It is out there. Like the opportunities are there. You really just have to reach out and be like, hi, I'm Bailey. I really want to work with you. And it will probably happen. I think that's really good advice for anyone mm-hmm. in multiple fields, really, like just reaching out to them and like asking for that help. Right. You're going to go so far. Yeah. And like <laughs> I sent so many emails in my undergrad career of like, hi, I'm Bailey. I would like to do this. That I'm like, mm-hmm. I now have no fear of sending emails. Like it just really <laughs> helped me overcome that fear. That's um, good though. But yeah, I agree. Like, you know, the worst they can say is no. So yeah, just yeah. Email them. yeah, you have to go for it. If something that you really want to do, you have to go for it, mm-hmm. which I'm glad you did. Yeah, you know? yeah. maybe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, if you could tell yourself one thing, let's say like Bailey at five, what would you tell yourself? <laughs> Bailey at five. Oh, that's from, a like good what one. you know today yeah. about your career and like. I would have, oh man. It's that's a, big, a good one. Yeah, that's a hard. Big question. I definitely would have told her to spend more time like looking for little critters in the creek because I feel like I was I was one of those southern creek kids growing up running around barefoot if I would have known how much cool stuff was in the creeks I was in I would have had a different outlook on like what I wanted to do maybe would have started out not doing pre-vet would have like conservation work or like working with other animals not that I regret doing that at all but it was just would have been a different path yeah yeah it's just like you would have found your passion sooner rather mm-hmm. than later right you know, five-year-old me knew what I was doing now. I've been like, no way. Yeah, it makes me want to, like, go check out frogs, too. Yeah, so. you should. Yeah. I'm, dude, yeah. yeah. Let's you go frog should. hunting after this. <laughs> One time I was walking down Theta Pond. It was mm-hmm. at night, and then we just heard splashes. And there was, like, 12 toads mm-hmm. or, like, frogs. They, those are bullfrogs, and they are – I keep trying to catch them. I probably shouldn't, but um, they are hard <laughs> to catch. They are, they, they are aware of the people around them, and they know when to jump in the pond. But, yeah, Theta Pond has, like, a ton of bullfrogs. I hear them a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, like, just, it's soothing. It's peaceful. I was so curious because we were, like, looking around the pond. And I'm like, what's that? Mm-hmm. And it was a frog, so we were walking around it. They were they're huge. Big. Yeah, they're big. They were huge. But I was just like, wow, I didn't even know they had frogs. In yeah, they make that little squeak <laughs> sound when they jump, too. I don't know. They, like, alert you that they're there and that they're jumping away. It's so weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll have to keep out, like, yeah. an ear out for it the next time I'm walking by. I, I guess, wait, wait, do we have any final final things we need to add final that we haven't things. gone over while um, your research? Let's see. Frogs. I just offended, and that was, ooh, man, I thought I was going to throw up. But it was ended up being really nice. The IB department is wonderful. I would just recommend OSU's like zoology department mm-hmm. is, is honestly one of the best. And when I lived in Tennessee, I actually knew so many people who went to school here for the same thing. So Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, so I guess I would just this is just a personal like promotion for my apartment and like <laughs> yeah. everyone who works there. No, no, I'm like hey, you gotta you gotta yeah. promote things when you're when you're on stuff like this. Of course, of course. No. All right. Well, that thanks. basically sums it up. I was like that wraps up everything. But no, <laughs> yeah. like I said, I mean, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and thank it's you for been a pleasure me. talking with you. And yeah, no, you're super cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in on today's podcast and a special thank you to Bailey Augustino for joining us today. Follow us on our social medias at OKStateCast and GoPokes. <laughs>